Hello, guests. Too loud. Restart, restart, restart. Or we can cut it. No, you can go. Okay. <laughs> Hello, guests. Claire and Matt joining you here on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. Matt's making fun of me because I started out just a little too, um, what would be the word? You probably blew Zest- out the audio. <laughs> I might have pulled so out the audio. The, the microphone's pretty close to us. It's close, but I'm just sharing my excitement for cookies. I'm really excited that we're going to be eating cookies tonight. It's been a few weeks. It's been a few weeks, and like I said, any excuse to sit down with a stack of cookies and eat them. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've always said that. I well, I said it on a previous podcast oh. for our listeners that have been around. Well, it's been since, a few weeks. Yeah, it's so been. You I forgot. Apologize. That's yes. okay. Yeah. All right. Well, tonight. We have the lovely task of reviewing Keebler Fudge Stripes cookies. Yeah. Original original flavors. Nothing fancy here. Um, it's just the classic circular cookie with a hole in the middle and fudge so stripes. Is a shortbread cookie? I would say a shortbread. I yeah. actually have the description written down for you. Oh, so, the official um, description. The official description from the Keebler website. So, and um, after reading it, would you still say shortbread? Um, oh, definitely shortbread. Yes. <laughs> well, that was just a guess on my part. Actually, well, so, okay, good. That means they're getting across the point that it's shortbread. Yeah, I think so. Um, so I'll just read you that description. Do it. Delicious fudge coats a delightful shortbread cookie that's thoughtfully crafted by the elves themselves. Mm-hmm. Our fudge stripes are the pride of the hollow tree because they're made with real Keebler fudge. So, shortbread cookie and fudge. Simple, but I have to say, delicious. I love it. Simple and beautiful and classic. No, I mean, haven't tried them yet. I'm just saying, it sounds simple, but clearly it's a hit. Yeah. Um, To be totally honest with our listeners, I think this is a cookie that to me, it's so simple. I'm just like. She's not excited. But. Yeah, I'm not she, excited. She likes recording for for our listeners, but she's not excited for this particular cookie. I picked the cookie. Matt, yes, we were at the grocery store, and Matt was the one that chose this week's cookie. Yeah, and I'm not, like, excited or not. I, I suspect that this is going to be a solid cookie. Um, I remember it from my childhood, and I think they're good. Okay, this was not a childhood staple in my house. I will just say that. Yeah, I wouldn't even say that. A staple? Uh, yeah, staple, but these are like the kinds of cookies that we would have when we would get cookies. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sure. Yeah. So maybe that's why you have a little kind of like your a predisposition to yeah. liking the fudge stripe cookies. Probably. Yeah. Well, we'll see what I think. We'll I just, see what I think now. Right. True. Yeah. True. You're now a full-blown adult. Yeah. I'm 32. Yeah, your cookie tastes have changed. Yeah, they have. All of our eating tastes have changed. All right, well, let's get into it here. Uh, First, I just want to tell you a little bit about the origins of Keebler. I couldn't find a lot on the fudge stripe cookie itself, so I do think it's been around for a long time. It's one of their definitely standby cookies, bestsellers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But Keebler itself, the brand started in a Philadelphia bakery in 1853. Wow. 1853, not 1953. I bet my friend Dom knows that. Maybe. You should, he's from he's Pittsburgh, from... but he lives in Philadelphia. I bet. I wonder. So it was a bakery. I wonder if he'll listen. Send it to him. Tell him I it's will. a Philly-specific episode. Yeah. yeah. And have him buy some cookies to eat while, while he listens. Yeah. Philly yeah. stand up. 
Yeah, that's right. So it was started by a man. He was a German man named right. Godfrey Keebler. So fitting. Fitting. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. After his own name. Well, cool. And it's over 150 years old, which honestly, doing the math here, it's almost like 170 years old. Well, elves are mythical creatures. They can who live forever. Live forever. <laughs> so that checks out too. And that's why there's, yeah, they're still around. They're still making yeah. cookies. Yeah, and they, I mean, you can see. We'll talk about the packaging later, but. You can see he's an elderly elf, but he also he also looks pretty young. Like, oh, okay. But, I mean, look at his face. No wrinkles. It's some smooth he has skin, baby. Gray hair. Yes. So that I, shows his age. Yeah, exactly. And the way he dresses, come on. But um no, I mean he's clearly older. But if he if that's what he looks like at 153 years old, Sign me Looking up. pretty, yeah. yeah. I would love to be eating cookies and making them at 153 years old. Yeah. Me too. Count me in. So, that's just a little bit of the background on Keebler. Um, they've obviously been, you know, they've gone corporate. They're no longer your local Philly bakery. They sold out. Yeah. But. That's okay. It's, yeah. Right. People wanted it. Who cares? Who cares? Okay. Cookies in the news. Oh. Not a lot going on with the Keebler Fudge Stripe. Oh. They do have two new flavors this spring slash summer as we're getting into it. The first is a hot fudge sundae. That sounds good. That sounds pretty good, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 What mm-hmm. is it? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> you didn't get an official description. I didn't write it down or read it. Um, I can say probably some fudge. Because that's their namesake. Yeah. Um, wow, what a research department we have. <laughs> to, be, to be honest here, I kind of scrambled to put this research together. Yeah. yeah. So it might be a little weak, but our opinions and our tasting, it's all there. It's all, It's yeah, going to be good. It's going to be the same quality you've come to know and love from us. Yes. The Cookie Cult Podcast. Yes. Weak on the research, but that's okay. It's whatever. Who this cares? is about the taste. People want to know the, our opinions. The research is fun little information, but the the whole point of this is trying and rating cookies. That's right. And we're gonna do that. And that's why we're here today. Now, I didn't find a news story, but what, what I did. What's find, the other flavor? Oh, sorry, the other flavor, <laughs> a Walmart specific limited edition. Oh, great! Which apparently Walmart does a lot of collaboration with cookie companies. Um, this is a strawberry shortcake for summer. That sounds. That great. sounds really good to me. Yeah. You've already got the shortbread. Great yeah. start. Why kind Walmart of, though? That's. I don't know. Huh. Back on our Oreo um, podcast, they were the ones doing like the mega stuff Oreos at Ooh, Walmart. Those just were, Walmart. Yeah, too. Wow. yeah. So I don't know. Maybe we need to start shopping at Walmart. Maybe yeah. when we go to buy cookies. That was more of a college thing for me. Yeah, when you're real tight on yeah. the budget. And hey, for any of our listeners out there who shop at Walmart, I loved Walmart in college. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. I just, honestly, there's closer grocery stores now too, so I True. don't need to go to Walmart. And Walmart's yes. usually pretty packed. It is pretty packed. Yeah, so. I have heard, uh, in at least local Walmarts, in terms of this pandemic, mm-hmm. they are a, they are carrying... Clorox wipes. Really? Yes. Wow. So, all the time. Well, I don't know about all the time, but chances are they have them. Yeah. That's what I've heard. So local well, listeners to the Denver top area, notch. top notch, they're probably a prioritized 
customer Probably. for the Probably. Clorox manufacturing. Yeah. So, you know, just a little tip for our Denver listeners. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe we should start buying our cookies from Walmart since that they're the ones. Sounds like it. Yeah. So strawberry shortcake for summer. I think that sounds delicious. I swear I saw on a commercial recently for, for these, for fudge stripes, like a couple different versions of fudge stripes. And one of them looked a lot like Samoa's. Oh. Uh, from from Girl Scout. The Girl Scouts. And those look delicious. We're going to get into that. Ooh. Hold your thoughts. Okay. Because I have okay. some news for you. Ooh. I'm looking forward yeah. to this. Yeah. It's it, it honestly something I didn't know and it was really interesting. So nice. we will get there. Yeah. Um, so as I was doing my research, you know, I found something that uh, really intrigued me. And it's something that Matt and I have talked before. Talked about before. Not on the podcast, what? but... Just about Matt is from South Dakota. Yes. Midwest. And every time we go to his family celebrations, potlucks, gatherings, there's always a salad there. And Mm -hmm. now I'm not talking about a spinach salad with some red onions and tomatoes and... Gag me. Well, red onions, yes. Yeah. Claire likes onions... (laughs) <laughs> um, she has no issues with them. She tell she says she doesn't like them, but she'll eat them all day <laughs> if they're in stuff. And here's my argument: Would I prefer to not have them in my guacamole, in my pico? Yes, of course. I don't want in your them. pico. That's what pico is. It's also tomatoes <laughs> and cilantro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's a lot of onion. I would rather there not be onions, but do I, I hate them can, so much? I don't think now you go to hate. I didn't say you hate them. You said you don't like them and you like pico okay well so (laughs) do i not like them so much that i wouldn't eat pico yeah no i can tolerate them enough to be able to eat but you tell people it's easier to to say i don't like onions than to go into this whole spiel all right but then they'll be like oh but there's onions on your burger and you'll be i would not put them on my burger if i have the choice easily controllable situation to not have onions i'm gonna say no onions like on a burger on a sandwich no in your pico Uh -uh. you just want some tomatoes and cilantro yeah i do give me that freshness all right all right anyway anyway we got a little off track but in the midwest they're big on salads but not your typical salads we're talking mayonnaise whipped cream cheese chips Candy and cookies. No. I found... Snicker salad? Snicker salad? I never had it. Heard of it. Yeah. Macaroni, pasta salad. Those are a little more standard, but... Or like well-known, I guess, throughout the United States. Yeah. Um, But here's something I stumbled upon. It's called the cookie salad. That might be like Snicker salad. Well, it's not the same. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because on this this article, Snicker salad was the top nine Midwest salads. And Snicker salad was right above the cookie salad. So they're different. I probably have had this cookie salad too. Let's see. Let me describe it to you and maybe it'll bring back some memories. So, okay. Popular in the upper Midwest, particularly in North Dakota. Now, Matt has spent some time in North Dakota. He's lived there. So, let's see. It's uh, fudge stripe cookies. Yeah. And Wh- okay, right? See, that's yeah. how I came across it. Fudge stripe cookies, whipped topping, a.k.a. whipped cream, cool whip, pudding, buttermilk, and mandarin oranges. I think I've seen this, <laughs> and I'm sure I've tried it. 
The mandarin oranges are what throw me in this salad. And the buttermilk throws me. Yeah, that's probably, that's just to thicken it up, I think. <laughs> you don't think cream the pudding and the whipped cream cream it up oh, enough? Oh, you're right. The, the pudding should probably cream it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I've definitely seen that salad and possibly have tried it, but I, it's not a memorable thing for me. Okay, it so it's very, not a it staple. It sounds familiar, though. Yeah. Yeah, well... So all of it together sounds like... I think Snicker salad has apples in it. It does. Yeah. And marshmallows, I yeah. think, too. Yeah. yeah. And I do like Snicker salad, but it is kind of weird having... The ingredient combination. Yeah, they're kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, it's probably good. And It's probably good. I would eat, I would for sure try it now. I think growing up, I was kind of weirded out by the... And I didn't dislike oranges at all, but like I'm kind of weirded out by that combination. It sounds like it would be soggy. Like yeah, kind of like a cookie, wet soggy you would think mess. the cookies would get soggy for sure, but maybe maybe since it's not like wet, you know. Yeah, yeah, it it's like whipped. Get, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I imagine they stay at least somewhat um, solid. Yeah, otherwise people crunch. probably wouldn't like it. Yeah, yeah. But I I get the flavor profiles of like fudge and oranges. Like I think that like dark chocolate and orange are two things that go well together. Yeah, I've so had like chocolate covered little orange like. That kind of thing. Yeah. Remember or those like, like sticks? Yes. They're like covered in chocolate and there's some like it's orange like a flavored gummy ones thing. Yeah. 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 In the mi- in the stick. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah. like a jelly yeah, yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. Or there used to be those, um, they were like round balls of chocolate and they'd be wrapped in orange tinfoil and then you'd break it open and they came out in like segments like an Ferrero orange. Ferrero Rocher. No, but similar. Yeah. They're way bigger than Ferrero Rocher's. Oh. Yeah, but they were so it was like a dark chocolate yeah. orange flavor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but. So I get the flavor profiles. I think our um, North Dakotans were onto something there. Maybe the original people to pair dark chocolate and you gotta orange give it to them. mandarin oranges. You gotta give it to them. Gotta give it to them. That's all I could find as far as Gold cookies. bison. <laughs> What's that? That's the North Dakota State. Uh, oh. Bison. It's and not Gold Keebler. No, Gold Keebler. You know, it would be. <laughs> it would be. Uh, there were some people up there. Um, I heard it from a couple different people. They called Gardettos Garditos. <laughs> and I think that's not an accent. Gard- I think they were oh. just wrong. But I heard like two or three people call them that. So, anyway. I don't know. It can take over a community. It can. Yeah. It can. Garditos. Well, it's just like bison. That's a, a bison. Yeah, it's yeah. a bison. But up there, like... A bison. They do acknowledge that they might say it differently from other dialects, but mm-hmm. like up there, it's bison. And they're not changing it. No, they're not changing it. It's yeah. just their accent. My boy Blaine, mm-hmm. who might be listening... Oh, shout he, out. He... Oh, now I can't remember the name of the city, so it's... Uh, so never mind. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> we'll skip that. Yeah. All right. Now we're on to fun facts, and this is where we're going to get into... Your Girl Scout cookie comment. Yes. Um, so you've noticed, clearly, that they have some cookies that resemble Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. So the coconut ones that you're talking about, they're called Coconut Dreams. Okay. Very similar to the fudge stripes. They're like little round, and they got some toasted shredded coconut yeah. and yeah. chocolate caramel. Very similar to the Girl Scout Samoas. Yeah. And then there's also a Keebler Grasshopper, which would be similar oh, to a Thin Mint. I would love that. Yeah, and I've seen those before. I've never tried them, but I've seen them. I in the love store. the grasshopper flavored things, desserts. Yes, like yeah. pie, grasshopper yeah, pie. Yeah, I, I get that all the time. There's a in Hill City, South Dakota. There's a great little inn. <laughs> uh, it's called speaking Al- of South Dakota. Yeah, it's called Alpine Inn. Um, 
in Hill City. It's a restaurant. And I think there are some rooms there to rent too as like a hotel. But it's mostly a restaurant. And it's very good. They only serve two things. A German Spätzl. Spätzl. And a steak. And it's either a six ounce or a nine ounce. But their desserts also, they have an extensive yes. dessert. Yes, yeah. It's like... And you... I don't think I've been there a single time that I haven't got You have dessert. to get dessert. dessert. Yeah. Yeah. It's very good. The yeah. food is great too. And their salad, they have an iceberg wedge salad, which all it is is like a quarter of a head of iceberg lettuce, like a wedge of iceberg lettuce smothered in delicious homemade ranch dressing. Homemade and it's amazing. And it's like perfectly crisp. They will sell it to you if you bring your own like (laughs) mason jar. Which which seems horribly unsanitary to me. Yeah, maybe. It's it's South Dakota. Don't touch the ladle to the mason jar. That's the key. Yeah, but it's delicious. I encourage anybody who goes up there for our wedding, which we move to next spring, um, to to visit there while we're there. It's a great... It's very good. Get there early. It's always really busy. Packed and you have to wait in line. It's actually a pretty big restaurant too, but it's Mm -hmm. just... It's so good and so popular. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that like a nine ounce steak, which comes with a side of mashed potato, no, a baked, uh, potato. baked potato, toast, that toast, Texas toast, and the starter of the salad, uh-huh. that's only like 15 bucks. Yeah, it's and a great it's price. A really good steak, too. Yeah. Especially for like when you consider the price, it's a one great of the best deal. Steaks I've Did ever you had. say, is it a filet mignon? It no. is. Because, yeah. yes, it's yeah, wrapped it's, in yeah. bacon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I didn't know if you mentioned that, but yeah, mm. that's a. Real we will be in Rapid in a couple... Well, with all this COVID stuff going on, I don't think we'll be going, but yeah, normal, normally it's a can't miss. Yeah. Oh, that sounds so good. Yeah. And yeah, limited entree menu, but their dessert menu is expansive. Yeah. But you go there for like knowing that you're getting a steak dinner. So yes. Like, and knowing that you're getting matter. dessert. Yeah. It doesn't matter that it's a limited menu and the dessert is amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. really good. So highly recommend. Yeah. If you're visiting... How do we get South into that? I don't know. <laughs> And you. South Dakota trees. I have no yeah. idea. Fudge. I don't know. I, I can't oh. remember. Oh, actually, I don't remember either. But we were talking about the Girl Scout cookies and how some keepler cookies. Grasshopper pie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, which is, yeah. I won't go into what that is. I'm sure people can look it up. Mint chocolate. Mint chocolate ice cream pie, yeah. basically. Um, anyways, so there's a lot of similarity between Keebler cookies, Girl Scout cookies. Turns out... That's not just myth and legend. There's actually something to that. They're made in the same factory. Girl Scout cookies and Keebler cookies are made in the same factory. Unbelievable. I know. I was shocked. So apparently the factory that makes Girl Scout cookies, it's called Little Brownie Bakers. Sounds very sweet. This is wholesome. No, coincidence. no coincidence. No. Consumers are right. They've picked up on this. They see the commonalities and they're right. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's like something that they're trying to hide. Oh, I'm sure not. Yeah. No, they're just, it's not public knowledge. Yeah, it's just not public knowledge. <laughs> but I guess I was reading that like... I mean, you found it. Yeah. yeah. And, and our, was, there was multiple articles. As we've said, the, our research department is not great. No. <laughs> it's just me. So I stand alone and I spend <laughs> about 30 minutes researching. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so Little Brownie Bakers, that's one of the... Um, what... A, I don't know, I guess factories that Girl Scout Cookies uses to produce their cookies. Yeah. Um, and that's actually a subsidy of Keebler. Really? Yeah. And so some the factories make some of the same cookies. Well, there you so, go. So if you're ever in a pinch and it's not Girl Scout Cookie season, 
there's your answer. Grab yourself some Keeblers. Yeah. And they don't have everything, of yeah, course, of but course. The, the real favorites, they do. Well, now we're going to pick some of those up. When we oh, abs- I'm like, next our yeah. next cookie podcast, it might have to be the this Coconut could Dreams. could change your mind on, on, on Keebler. Keebler. Yeah, it might. Yeah. And then another little fun fact for us all, the beloved elves that we know from their commercials and their yeah. packaging, they have names, they have history, they have backstories, they That's have great. hobbies. That's They're great. little individual, and of course they do. They've Who's been around this main for, guy? Um, the main guy... His name is Ernie. I think I've Ernest, heard that before. Ernest, technically. I think I've heard yeah, that Yeah, he's the main guy. The original um, elf was J.J. Keebler. Of course. He's the head elf. And then he was followed by Ollie, who's the golfing elf. I feel like you've probably seen... Can you picture a little golfing elf? <laughs> no? Oh, okay. I so. When I read that, I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen really? him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so those are a few of their names. But um, apparently there's like a whole slew of them. Huh? And they're yeah, a team I mean, and they have a, jobs. There's a lot in the commercials, I think. Yeah, they've really built yeah, up the characters. That's cool. Yeah, I thought it was cute. And they live in what's known as the Hollow Tree. Yep. And that's uh, located in Sylvan Glen. No city or state location on that, but <laughs> yeah. it is a place. That sounds like a lake community. It does. Of Sylvan Lake, from where you're from, South Dakota, it's okay, everywhere. Maybe, maybe you're right, <laughs> but it still sounds like a lake community to me. It does, it does. Yeah. I actually think that it sounds like, um, like a community full of like a bunch of like oak groves, a yeah. bunch of tree groves. Yeah, I mean, maybe I think that because the elves live in a tree. I think that's why, for yeah. Sure. <laughs> so, there's a few fun facts for you. Let's I, hear them. Oh, no, I just gave them. Oh. <laughs> no, that, That's all okay. I have. Yeah. They're made in the same factory as Girls Got Cookies. That's great. And the elves have names. That's great. I mean, how many facts do you want out of me? Jeez. Going to have to That's start enough. getting paid to be the research department. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, I also, I couldn't find any cookie hacks online, but I'm your girl. I'm creative. I can think outside of the box yeah. or the cookie sleeve, if yeah. you will. Yep. And here's two things I thought of. So I'm sure you've seen at Oktoberfest festivals or like beer festivals and stuff, people make pretzel necklaces. Oh my God. Where they like to take, take yeah. little pretzels and thread string through them and then you have like your snack throughout the day. Yeah. Throw a few Fred fudge stripe <laughs> cookies on there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Just string it through the middle. <laughs> Chocolate and pretzels go super well together. I don't see why shortbread would be a bad addition to the mix. No, it I think it'd be really good. These are like, it's not like they're flimsy, but I feel like maybe throughout the day, if you're moving, walking, they, they might crumble. Or melt on your shirt. Or melt if it's hot out, you know. But I like it. I think that it's pretty creative. That is out of the box and creative. Thank you. Sure. And my other thought that was similar to that is I was thinking about how for Oreo cookies, people suggest shoving the fork in the cream so you can dip it. Yeah. What if you had a plastic straw threaded it through the middle hole of the fudge yeah. stripe cookie and then kind of like bent the straw so it was almost on like a what would you call that a pendulum okay okay you see what i'm going and no. then you just you don't see where i'm going no. with this to dip the cookie so okay. you've got your that cookie threaded like through the work stri- then hey but hey it's great if yeah. there's listeners out there that are really against sticking their dirty paws in their milk or um yeah. Getting their fingers wet, there's your solution. 
get a plastic straw. And I know I should not be supporting the consumption of plastic straws, but maybe you have some lying around your house or maybe you got some in a drive-thru unintentionally. And this is a perfect reason to use them. Keep your milk pure and your hands dry. That's a good call. That's the saying. I thought it was creative. It is creative. Yeah. I don't want to put you on the spot, but can you think of any hats? No. Okay. (laughs) No. A poor man's engagement ring. Mm, Bad engagement ring. (laughs) But delicious. Delicious. And it would melt on your finger. It would melt on your finger. Let me try to think of something. Think of something. I think... Ooh, put put the two backs together. Super cookie. (laughs) That's it. That's the hack. Super Super cookie. cookie. Hack. Yeah. You just got hacked. Look at that. Yeah. I just did it. It's super easy. Super. And actually, if they were a little melty and you stuck them together and then they dried... That'd be great. You can't separate them. Oh, I'll put some ice cream between them. You there, can. There's a hack. Hack. Mini ice cream sandwich. You got hacked. You got hacked. All right. Well, that's just, that's coming from us. Our yeah. own creative ideas. We don't need the internet. No. No. Of course not. No. Why do I even spend time researching? Well, I would argue you don't. Excuse me? Yeah. I would not even argue, just make the statement that you don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't. Oh, okay, okay. Obviously, there's some tension between who hosts yeah. this podcast. It's me. No, I should be. Do. I should you be the one doing do. the research. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'll admit. I'll cop to it. All right. So let's talk. I know we mentioned the new new edition flavors that are out this spring and summer, but I've also come across a few kind of crazy flavors that have been in the past, and they might still be around too. Mm-hmm. But some of them are in the past. And first, I just have to make the comment: Keebler and the Fudge Stripe Cookie are doing so much more with their brand than I ever thought. There is a ton of variations out there. When I bought this, you were a hater. I was a hater. Yeah. And I haven't been converted yet, but I am kind of wowed. I love the elves and their backstories. Yeah. I think that's adorable. I think um, I like that they have such a variety in their flavors. I love Girl Scout cookies, you know. You said so. recently that the first time you saw Ollie, the golfing elf, you mm-hmm. wanted to have sex with him. I did not say that ever. You said it. <laughs> wow, you're just gonna lie on the pod? <laughs> I almost spit out my drink at that because that's oh how absurd God. it is. <laughs> okay, moving on. Wow, I think that's your own fantasy. No, it's not. You my see own an fantasy. elf who's a really I'm good golfer. Not a cuck. <laughs> I'm not gonna get. Oh, cucked. having me sleep with a golfing elf. I'm not gonna watch that. Well. I'm trying to think of a sexy golf joke, but I can't think of anything. Holes. He could put one into my hole. Wood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. An iron. Iron. Anyway. Anyways. Okay. So, crazy flavors. So, actually, I'm glad you commented about sexy sex. elves yeah. and the Keebler brand and just mm. being sexy overall because I have to tell you something. What? There is a little theme that I've sensed with really? some of their names and it is covertly sexual no. like seeing it no I'm serious covertly I don't think, or over no covert under okay. the radar okay. you wouldn't know okay. but if you think about it mm-hmm. you're like mm, who's naming these cookies who's mm-hmm. in the Keebler marketing department because let me just name you a few here Do and it. you wouldn't notice this in the store but okay. when I put them together so first of all there's a one of their Variations of the fudge stripe is yeah. called whoopsie, whoopsie. Wow, that's sexual. Sexy. Put your finger on your lips when you say it. Whoopsie. Yeah. And of I'm course, I'm watching her doing it. 
And it's, it, sexy. It, it's sexy. It is sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Matt's having a hard time resisting. Yeah, real hard time. So they have a whoopsie fudge mint flavor. Yeah. Not so... Fudge mint. Titillating? Not. Fudge mint is not. A little tingle from the mint? No. Okay, not getting you there. <laughs> no. But they do have a whoopsie hashtag fully fudged. Yeah, that's a little... That's a, a little, little, right? That sounds good, though. Is that just like all the, it's just the fudge covers the cookie? Yes. Yeah, I like that. Very I think smart. That might have, and that might be an educated guess, because I think that's the the commercials I saw recently. Were for fully or fudged. For fully fudged. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's all it is. It's just like totally dunked in fudge, yeah. which there's like probably it. people out there that would like more fudge. Yeah. And let them have it. Fully yeah. fudged. Yeah. So not only, oh, oh I want to add, on the fully fudged package... The elf, there's the little animated Keebler elf, and he's doing this, oh no, look with his hands on his head. Like he is just totally, what is happening? Whoopsie. Okay. So I'm telling you, there's something we need to look further into Keebler. Sexually charged elves. Maybe elves are little perverts. They might be. Yeah. I mean, the, the theory is that the... The elves make these cookies and package them and everything. So I think we got some dirty dirty docs. It's It's not not a theory. theory. It's fact. It's facts. Okay. Well, I don't want to get into like child labor laws or anything like that. We don't have to. Okay. So we'll skip that. (laughs) Um, Then we've got lemony num nums. Yeah. You see where I'm going at? And last but not least, caramel nut dreams. Yeah. That one's the probably the most sexual. I save the best for last. Yeah. Nut like dreams. A, nut dreams, like a wet dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think you're onto something here. Right? That's a lot of evidence. Some of it was a stretch. Some of it... I don't see oh, anything that was a stretch. Uh, fudge mint. <laughs> well, <laughs> I acknowledge that that is... Okay. Okay, I mean, I'll acknowledge it now if I didn't earlier. Okay. That was just... You, know, you did acknowledge it. Yeah, it's part of the whoopsie brand. Yeah. Oh, so I just yeah. want to put that out there. A lot of fudge, a little mint. So those are some of the more sexual flavors of Keebler <laughs> Elf cookies. But then, honestly, they have a whole number of other flavors that I have never seen. Didn't think that they were doing a whole lot. But just some classics here. They've got pumpkin spice, strawberry shortcake, which is... Is that oh, the one? Good. You mentioned it earlier. Well, did I, or was yeah. that something different? Oh, yeah. Okay, I did mention it. Yeah. Strawberry shortcake, chocolate caramel. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, lemon cream pie. That also sounds good. good. I think they had like a peppermint one, birthday cake. So, there's a lot of Yeah, a lot of variety out yeah. there. You just got to keep your eyes open. Um, now, I know a lot of times we do personal stories. I don't have anything personal for these. I already kind of said mine. We would buy these every once in a while, my family, when I was a kid. Other than that, I don't really have any personal stories about them. I remember yeah. the commercials from I when do I was too. a kid. And Very whimsical. The hollow tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but other than that, yeah. Did you remember it was called the hollow tree? No. If you would have asked me what the name of the tree was, I wouldn't have been able to tell you. But when you said it, it sounded okay. familiar. Okay, so they put that in their advertisements. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe so. And they had like a factory in the tree. And they, yes, They had yes. like the machines that put the stripes yes. on the... Yeah, it was... Oh, and think about... go Think back to those commercials and the little fudge that comes yep. out of the machine. Yeah. Sexual? No. Poopy. Oh. 
Oh, poopy. Yeah. Okay. Not the sexy. sound you made? Not sexual. <laughs> it was a fudge-like sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. But yeah, they do everything in the tree. I think they even had like a little accountant elf who was yeah, like typing so. on his typewriter. and mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a, it's a whole city inside that yeah. tree. Um, okay. Well, let's get on to uh, first impressions. Okay. Let's take a look at that packaging, huh? Bring it over. What are what are your first thoughts about the package? So I think I'll describe it a little bit to our listeners. Yellow package, kind of uh, rectangular sleeve. It's a sleeve, yeah. It's a sleeve. Makes it a little hard to take out the the plastic container and then put it back. Put it in. back in, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I think that's why. It'll I could be a little use... looser. Oh, okay. It would work if it were a little looser. Okay. So you're not against the plastic sleeve. You're just saying mm-hmm. needs to be a little bigger. Yeah. Okay. Well, the first thing I'll point out is that the there's a fudge banner. Yeah. That goes behind the name Fudge Stripes. Yeah, it's I've pleasing. never noticed. It's pleasing. I've never noticed it before, but I think that's a really nice touch. Yeah, and and Ernie the elf is on here. He's your classic main guy. Yeah. Got a big old vat of fudge. Mm-hmm. Looking good, like we said earlier, baby soft skin. Gotta oh yeah, be, gotta Button be. Nose. If you had to, if if you didn't know he was 150 years old, you would suspect he was 60. 60. So he looks good. Oh, I, was, I think so. Okay. Aside from his gray hair and eyebrows, I was gonna say toddler, not because of his size. Toddler. Just look at his cheery little cheeks and like his bright eyes and happy little smile. That says toddler. No, it says old guy to me. Oh, okay. It says old guy who's had a pretty privileged uh, white man life. Sure, he's been dipping cookies in a tree all his life. Yeah, it's true. He's in his own little bubble there. Yeah, pretty good. His elf bubble. Pretty great. So, okay, first, that's my first thought on the package. There's some leaves there from the tree. Yes, yes, they're carrying on that theme. We got a close up shot of the cookie. Yeah, and I I was going to comment on that. Uh, It says that. It says here by the by the cookie enlarged to show detail, not much bigger than the actual cookies. Mm-hmm. Pretty. I didn't think about that, but that's pretty realistic. If you could just get a clear shot, you could easily get a clear shot of the actual size cookies mm-hmm. and see the same exact detail. Oh, but, absolutely. But yeah, it's a good shot. That's one thing I want to talk about when we get to talking about the cookies. I like the detail. Yeah, the cookies. they're lovely. Yeah, I will say this close up shot. Close up mm-hmm. in quotes. I love the fudge. It looks just a little bit melty and shiny on the top. I yeah, agree. that looks nice. Calories per cookies again. I get that most packages are going to have this. 140 calories for two cookies. Um, don't don't tell me. So I'm going to say this to you right now. In previous episodes, we've been kind of like pleasantly surprised with the calories per cookie. This is a lot per cookie. I'm disappointed. I know. I feel like it's they're a not pretty like super, thin, small They're not super cookie. small, but they're. Yeah, I think it's because of the amount of fudge on them. Because even though we said earlier, like, there could be more fudge, the entire bottom is fudge. Yeah. You know, it's so it's, it's, not like, it's not like there's not a lot of fudge on That's them. That's true. But yeah. for how simplistic the cookie is, I'm kind of like, yeah. so it's 70 calories a cookie. Yeah. You get two cookies for It's the for same as an Oreo. Yeah, I just, I don't know. The Oreo, you got three layers, two cookie halves. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like you're getting more. Yeah. That was my initial reaction. Yeah. So the other thing I want to mention about this packaging that I think is very cute is we have a little note. Oh wow. From Ernie the Elf here. And it's it's says Fudge Tastic Works of Art. And then this 
I think this elf is actually Leonardo. Because he's the one that supposedly makes these cookies. Supposedly. Supposedly. Did I say supposedly? You did. Oh, boy, gosh. Uh, I'm multitasking. Oh, boy, gosh. Oh, boy, gosh. (laughs) So it says, who makes Keebler Fudge Stripes so uncommonly good? Goodness me. It's Leonardo, of course. He's the Keebler elf who paints each buttery shortbread cookie with stripes of our extra rich creamy fudge. Wow. Okay, and Ernie signs this, but the picture is maybe of Leonardo. I think we're looking at Leonardo. Okay. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. Yeah, so, I mean, Ernie's, like we said, our spokesman, so of course we're going to get a note from him, but it's about Leonardo. That's good. And look at him holding his cookie, so proud of the cookie that he made. He is. Yeah, Leonardo. And I love that that's his name, because these are a work of art. Ooh, good point. Yeah. Good point. And they take pride in their work. Yes. Nice, I like it. Yeah, so that's the packaging for everyone. And have here, try these other uncommonly made, uncommonly good cookies your family will love. And they have some of the other flavors down here. E.L. Fudge, Elf Witch. I liked those growing up. Um, I liked those too. Coconut Dreams, Grasshopper. There you go. Those are the Girl Scout cookie ones. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the the E L fudge elf witches, they're they're the same basically, but they're in the shape of an elf, mm-hmm. and they're like a sandwich cookie. Yeah, and it's got like a thick layer of yeah. fudge in between. Uh, those are good. those are good. They're, they're I like, like the those. same flavors, I believe. I they're think good. you're right. Yeah, and I remember those from childhood, yeah. and those were good. Yeah. So okay, now we're gonna get into look of the cook. Matt's getting up for some reason. I don't know why. We still look have of the to... cook. How does the cookie look? We gotta describe the oh. cookie. We we described it a little a already. Little. I'll I'll go over so the whole bottom is fudge and then you have the three you know, five stripes across, but two of them are basically just on the corners. Very little. Um one goes right through the middle which has a hole in it. Um everybody's seen these, but Claire, you were gonna mention something about the detail. Yes. I wanted to talk about the intricate detail that's the cookie itself. So it looks like this shortbread cookie, they've imprinted a lovely little pattern here. And I can't tell what it is. I don't know if it's supposed to be anything specific, to be honest with you, but very tiny, very precise. I'm sure it's a little stencil kind of print that they use at the factory, Um, but it's lovely. And it's not something that I really think of when I think of these cookies, but it is a work of art uh, in a cookie, I would say. And... um, Yeah, so that's what I wanted to talk about. Matt is getting us set up here for our tasting. Uh, To let you all know what we're doing today, we have a few samplings to do. First of all, we're just going to do regular, straight up, like we always do, right out of the package. Nothing fancy about it. I'm in. Then we're going to dip some in milk. And today we're actually working with, is it whole milk? Yeah. Yeah, not traditional for us. Usually we're 2%, like we say. But we only have whole milk because I made some really delicious mac and cheese earlier this week. And that's what's left over. That's true. So that's what we're using. And then we have a version straight from the fridge. And then another one that we aren't going to get to sample tonight because we don't have the ingredients. But um, I'll just eat two normal or yeah. two dipped. Whatever our favorite. We have one yeah. bonus cookie. I like it. Yeah, for however we want to go about it. So let's go in for the regular here. Let's do it. I'm going to eat the whole thing. I'm not. <laughs> I know. These are even bigger than Oreos, and you're still doing it all in one bite. Well, uh, Hmm. Mmm. 
Okay, I took a smaller bite than Matt. So I'll go ahead first here with my opinions. They're not going to be very nice. Oh my God. <laughs> I think um, kind of bland. Pretty subpar. The fudge is a little waxy, I would say. Yeah, because it's got a last in the packaging. Well, they need to figure out a way to make it. Listen, the shortbread's good. The texture's really good. The texture's good. I think I would expect it to be harder. Right. It's not moist because it's not a fresh cookie. Right. But it is soft. Mm-hmm. It's a soft chew. I like that. Mm-hmm. It's not chewy, but Mm-mm. it's soft. It's a soft shortbread, I would yeah. say. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's good, especially for a packaged shortbread. Mm-hmm. And, you know, packaged fudge, you got to expect this. Yeah, it has but to maybe be shelf that was why that was maybe why you didn't weren't too excited in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, if I rub my tongue on the bottom of the cookie... It feels like I'm licking wax paper. Oh, my God. Maybe. You're a wax licker. <laughs> I've never done it, I swear. Sure. Not That's just know. what I think then it would feel like. how do you know like. what it feels like? That's just what I imagine. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Honestly. It tastes good. Okay. And that's Matt's opinion. You don't even think it tastes good? I think it tastes good. It's fine. It's not a great cookie, though. That's fine. Save your review till the end. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Till my final thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, that's fine. We had it out of the package. I thought the the texture was good. I, when I hear shortbread, I think it might be kind of like rock hard. Mm-mm. These are these have a nice crumb to them. So, I like that. All right, let's get into dipping these suckers in milk. Now, if we had plastic straws, we could use my little hack mm. of putting the straw through the middle of the cookie. It's really too bad. It is too bad. I can tell you're truly disappointed. Mm-hmm. Now these ones, I think I'm Matt's eating it pretty quickly. I'm gonna let it sit for a while and give it a full soak just to make sure. Cause see, you got the fudge kind of like covering up the shortbread, and I want to make sure that the milk can permeate the cookie. So mm. I'm giving it time here. Okay. Ooh, I had a milk bubble stuck in the hole. My the middle. Oh. Of my, did you see that? <laughs> it popped. But I did. Hmm. Mine spent less time in the milk, though longer than I would normally dip. Really? Like an Oreo or something. Mm Mm-hmm. Because an Oreo absorbs the milk pretty quickly. This did not absorb much of the milk at all. It tastes pretty much the same. (laughs) Almost identical. Yeah, so my second bite was just normal because the milk didn't do anything. Yeah. Milk, not the way to go. Not the way to go. Not really worth it. Um, I'm trying to soak. So I took, I soaked my first half. Took a bite. True. Didn't change it a whole lot. No. I'm trying to soak this second half for a long... You know what? Here's what we're going to do. What? Calling an audible here on this experiment. I'm going to leave this second half of the cookie in the milk. Whoa. While we try our chilled cookie. Okay. And then we'll come back to it and see where it's at. Because I really think it's going to take that long to soak. Wow. And I'm putting it cookie side down in the milk. So it really... Yeah. Oh, thank you. Got yeah. a little napkin here for my yeah. fingers. Um. Okay. Next on our list is a chilled cookie. So I've seen this online. People recommend eating them from the refrigerator. We were in a pinch like for time. Thin mints. Like a lot thin, of people yeah. do that with thin mints. Cool them down. And that is the way to eat them. It is. I like the fudge, yeah. Um, so we tried it. We like put this. Our, the bottom has a little bit of a, of a, you can tell it's cold. A frost. Yeah, so there's a little bit of frost on there. Yeah. Similar if you've ever put thin mints yeah. in the yeah. fridge or freezer. Yeah. Mm, so we were. Feel good. Mm, 
Oh, they do feel good. Yeah. Rest it on. And put them on your eyes instead of cucumbers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Cucumbers are messy. That's my use for these. Boom. I didn't cover the uses this time because I thought, what kind of use would we have? You could use them as like tires. (laughs) Always tires. If you did like a gingerbread house with with like a car in the driveway. (laughs) Tires. Striped tires. tires. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Let's eat these chill cookies. Before they unchill. For sure. Bing. We just cheers. Um, so this is great. Honestly, I think, so let's pretend we lived in a really hot climate. I'm talking Arizona. I'm talking Florida. I'm talking Louisiana. Hot, humid. I think I'd be refrigerating like all of my chocolate items. Probably. Yeah. So that's probably what I would do just to make sure they're not melty and messy. You have air conditioning. True, but mm, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I'm trying to reduce my electricity bill. Okay. I don't know. But, so I think I'd be doing it way more often. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for our listeners out there, listen up. Put your chocolate cookies in the freezer or yeah. fridge. They taste the same. They're a little harder. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it might... The flavors, in my opinion, are pretty muted. Yeah. Like, the fudge doesn't, like... Punch you in the face it's with a fudge. shortbread cookie with a little bit of chocolate. Mm-hmm. But from the freezer, I would say the shortbread might stand out a little bit more. Did you have that same feeling? Yeah, I think you're probably right. Yeah. There. Yeah. A little more of a vanilla shortbread uh-huh. flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So not much different other than Mm-mm. if you had a hot heat melting problem. Right. Pop them in the fridge. So... Can I say something about the one you left in the milk? Mm-hmm. They float. They do float. That that maybe other cookies fudge. would too, but they float. I don't. I think other cookies, if they got, we know if they get too bogged down with milk, they sink. That's true. So that's true. I don't know there if you it's, go. Wow, this is pretty incredible. It's still very hard. Moment of truth. Moment of truth. You did crush it. Well, I fingers. had to pinch really hard <laughs> to do that. Here, I'll give you the other half. The cookie. Not even, so, not barely, barely soggier, barely manipulated. It's probably been soaking in the milk for two minutes now. You think this is uh, that's shocking. This is space food. Yeah, <laughs> you could take this to space, and it wouldn't be manipulated. Mm-mm. It's gonna be the same. What you what you get is what you get, mm-hmm. and it's good. But if you're, and obviously, if you're going to add a whole new flavor to it, the one that we are skipping is, you know, melted chocolate on top or dipping it in Nutella. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's going to change the flavor. That's going to add the chocolate. The cookie itself does not get manipulated. Yeah. The, yeah. You can soak it in milk for as long as you want and it stays yeah. the same. Yeah. I think I would say, so like Matt mentioned, the last flavor that we haven't been able to try, or the last eating variation that we haven't been able to try is putting some melted chocolate or Nutella on it. And I think that'd be delicious. It would definitely up that chocolate flavor. Yeah. And so maybe that would kind of like bring it to the next level for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want to hear my final review on these. Do it and I'll go second. I forget what our rating scale is. That's a one out of one through five. One through five. Okay. I think Ori- the double stuff Oreos, I think you gave it a five. I gave it a four and a half. Okay. So originally, you were the harder rater. Yeah. 
these ones, I'm like, I don't know how to say it. It's not a bad cookie. Like, if you gave me this, I wouldn't pass it up. Yeah. I'd be like, sure, it's a cookie, fine. Am I super excited to eat it? Am I going to pick them out at the store? No, probably not. Um, so I'm going to give it like a two. Wow. See, that to me two is... Two out of five. So we... And this is fine because this is... Is it subjective or objective when you have two different opinions? Like I believe it's subjective. Okay. So these, these are subjective opinions. The grading scale, I mean. Yes. I also think these are good, not great. Um, would I pick them out again? Sure. Whoa. Well, I would, but not like as my first choice. Not every time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd pick Oreos over them. I would too. Um, what was that? Episode two? Chips Ahoy. Chips Ahoy. I, I don't know if I'd mm. pick Chips Ahoy over these. I like the little salty mm-hmm. bits of Chips Ahoy. I think I gave that a three or three and a half. Based on my grading scale, I'm giving this a three and a half because I think it's a, mm. a C plus. Okay. It's nothing special. When you special. put it in those terms. Yeah, it's nothing special, but like a, a two to me would be like a D. <laughs> and I don't think it's that bad. Like I think it's probably, it's probably more like a 3.25. Okay. And again, if I gave a Chips Ahoy a 3.5, then Chips Ahoy's are threes. I think these are a little bit better. Better than the chips of Yeah, but again, those are like solid, that's a solid bagged cookie cookie as yeah. well. But yeah. they're, they're just nothing special. They're yeah. good though. They're okay. You know, I think like I would like this for a tea time cookie. Ooh. Like simple. Like kind at the of brown neutral. house. Brown palace. Brown palace mm. in Denver. Yeah. 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 Like it's just, it's not. The brown house is the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we call our bathroom. Yeah. Oh, going to go to the brown house. Yeah. Uh, the Brown Palace, a much nicer place, much less smelly. I wouldn't know. She never take me. No, has, well, she's never taken me there. Seems like something more um, appropriate for me and my mom. But okay. <laughs> you know what? That's the old way of thinking. If Men I take can you there, go to tea palaces nowadays. <laughs> and have tea time. Hi, yes. tea. Will you bring your fudge stripe cookies if I take you? I would. So Why we not? can try. We should do a special edition pod where we bring the cookies to the Brown Palace. And record Palace. a live, <laughs> a live podcast yeah. from the Brown Palace. I'm in. Yeah. Hey, that sounds I'm pretty in. good. So yeah, not. I'm not really overly blown away with these. I think the fudge flavor could certainly pop a little bit more, like it does in those in the elf shaped cookies that we were yeah. talking about. Like I think you the can fudge tell this is out. chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. But like when taste wise, obviously you can see that it's chocolate. Yeah, but not overly fudgy. So, okay, there we go. I feel like our, our reviews, it's been a sliding scale here. We we started out real high with the double step Oreos. We and now admitted in the first episode we started starting off, with a classic. Yeah, These yeah. do not make it into the cookie cult. No. So far, the fudge stripes and the chips ahoy do not make the cut. They don't belong. Double stuff Oreos. Made the cut. Yes. They're standing as the only member in the cookie cult. We have high standards, too. I think you have to be a four and a half or more um, on be average in, between the two of us to yes, be in the cookie cult. Yes, I would agree. So, you know. High standards. But that's here. what a cult is. They're selective with their members. They're not just going to let. I don't let. think they are. Mm, depends how secretive <laughs> it this is, isn't, right? This isn't like a, yeah. This is a fun-loving... Not gonna consume your life and well, that's what all rip cults you away. Want you to believe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> Listeners, welcome to the cult. Welcome to the um, cult. You're in here with Oreos right now. Episode three in the books, I guess. Yeah, that's that. That's a wrap. Goodbye. Goodbye. I thought I could end by saying that's a wrap.